Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. Today, I'm going to challenge you to make a difference. I'm going to ask you to find the motivation to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour, spend this time listening thinking about how this information presented here today applies to you. Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person you can really change. You are the only person you are responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. Yeah, I know you're busy. We are all busy. We lead very busy lives. And sometimes it feels so good to be busy, doesn't it? It gives us that little bit of a rush. But sometimes busy just means distracted. And that might lead us away from our goals or cause us to lose focus. Are you taking for granted the people in your life and the actions that you take that are most important to you? Are you spending your energy on things that don't really matter? What are the choices that you make in your world? How do you touch the lives of the people you meet? Do you create sunshine wherever you are? Let's start by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? This morning, we finally had some rain yesterday, so we have a beautiful, cool summer morning. And it's so refreshing. And of course, as always, we are grateful for our sponsor that keeps us on the air. AT&T Mobility has done a wonderful job of supporting us. And this week, I've had conversation with two family members that I haven't spoken to for a very long time. Not that there was any disagreement, just that we've kind of lost touch. And I've had phone calls from both of them. And it was very fun to have those conversations. And I'm also grateful today for a colleague who has initiated her very first teleseminar from a class that we took last fall. It is so exciting to see her growth. And with that, I'm also grateful that in my work, I get to witness and notice the growth of the people who come to my office and share a little part of their journey with me. And I love that witnessing. I love to see people transform into who they truly are. This morning, we have a wonderful guest on our program. 
Very few people know more about stress than a former commercial airline and B-52 bomber pilot. After 36 years in the pilot seat, Peter McCarthy knows firsthand the impact stress can have on the human organism. And he has used that knowledge in a book that chronicles the cost of stress on our entire society and what we can do about it. Adrenaline Nation makes a forceful case for why Americans have reached the breaking point. Drawing from his broad experience as a military officer, commercial pilot, traditional naturopath, and grassroots political activist, Peter McCarthy, N.D., weaves a compelling narrative designed to begin an ongoing national dialogue about a subject we all experience but barely understand, the effects of chronic stress. Dr. McCarthy, welcome to What Matters. Well, thank you, Mary Beth. Good morning, and uh, Peter will do just fine. Uh, Thank you for having me on the show. You're welcome. So, Peter, tell us a little bit about um, your own experience with adrenaline. (laughs) Well, it's been uh, quite a varied experience, and uh, really I've drawn from not only my own personal uh, life experiences, but also those of my family. Uh, You've done a great job of giving uh, the audience a thumbnail of what I have uh, have experienced over my professional life, uh, 16 years as a Boeing 737 captain for a major airline, prior to that uh, 20 years in uh, the military, uh, among other things, uh, predominantly serving as a B-52 pilot and commander. Uh, And both of those experiences really allowed me to observe firsthand not only my own reactions to stress, but those of my coworkers and, in the case of the airline industry, the people I served. But really the genesis of my interest in this subject uh, began with my own family's experiences. Back in the 80s and 90s, I saw all of my parents' generation and my family perish from diet and lifestyle-related illnesses, which I later learned were had their root cause in stress. And so all of those experiences uh, over the years motivated me, first of all, to personally not repeat the experiences of the people that I loved, lived with, and worked with, but also to learn more about how I could pursue a different path. That, in turn, allowed me to uh, pursue my knowledge to the professional level as a traditional naturopath, Uh, finally to do the research on stress and stress management, and the result uh, has been Adrenaline Nation, which will be published August 1st. Wow. That is so cool to take that and really turn it around. I mean, really choose not to live that life and not to live under chronic stress. Well, you know, and, and as my research expanded and I looked at so many of the different facets of the phenomenon that we call chronic stress, I realized that in so many respects, it's built into the fabric of our society. And many people experience chronic stress on a daily basis and don't even realize that they are because it's built into some of the things that we consider to be normal. But it's far from normal, and there are considerable costs to uh, living in that unconscious way. Can you give us an example of, of what you mean by considering it normal? 
Well, uh, if you live in or near a major city, um, it's not unusual for you to experience rush hour traffic twice a day, driving to and from work. Mm -hmm. And that becomes kind of something that people just accept as part of their, their daily routine. But how many times driving to and from work do you experience a traffic jam or somebody breaking suddenly in front of you? That, that precipitates a stress reaction. And when you consider the fact that over a normal uh, corporate worker's lifetime of about 40 years, they experience about 20,000 rush hour traffic events, you can see that the cumulative, <coughs> excuse me, cumulative nature of that type of stressor can incrementally but significantly add to your stress load over time. And if you don't take positive action to deal with a stressor like that, it can ultimately contribute to negative health consequences. You know, I, I never thought of the quantity. I mean, that, that number is phenomenal. Now, now I know why we have adrenal fatigue. <laughs> if we did nothing else but drive in, in rush hour traffic, we would have, I mean, if we did nothing else, if we went to our jobs and slept, we would still have adrenal fatigue just from the driving part. <laughs> well, there you go. And, and as, I, as I said, that's, or as you said, that's just one example of the type of stressor that accumulates slowly, incrementally, but significantly over time. And the key to alleviating stress like that, and for that matter, any other stressor that, uh, uh, that you experience during a normal workday, uh, is to first recognize that it's there, and then secondly, seek out the information and the resources that you need to uh, help you alleviate it. And it really brings up a good point that chronic stress is not really easily resolved with a magic bullet solution. You can't pick out one or two things and say, well, uh, that's going to alleviate my stress comprehensively because chronic stress in America today is such a multifaceted phenomenon. We really have to understand all of its dimensions if we're going to get a handle on being able to manage it for ourselves and to help those that we love manage it also. Can you expand on that a little bit, the, the different dimensions of chronic stress? Um, obviously, our driving habits, where we live. Um, what about our jobs? Well, you know, probably the best way to answer that question, Mary Beth, is to uh, outline briefly the stress model that I created in the first chapter of Adrenaline Nation. It's a qualitative model that I call the stress stack. And I named it that way intentionally because typically what happens are, is people think linearly about their health and about their life experiences, and they look at the different stressors in their lives, and they think erroneously, as it turns out, that if I can handle this stressor and I can handle that stressor, well, I can handle this and that stressor combined. And they continue stacking those stressors one on top of the other until ultimately it can frequently become unmanageable. So I created six blocks of a stress stack. 
Uh, dietary influences, the foods and beverages that contribute directly to a stress response. Lifestyle influences, things like what we just discussed, driving and traffic. Um, sleep deprivation. Uh, exposure to um, a, an office environment that is not healthful. And I go into quite a bit of detail uh, in Chapter 3 that I call A Day at the Office. Your cognitive filter and you talked a little bit about, you referred indirectly to the cognitive filter in your introduction to the program this morning. It's the prism through which you view the world, and that determines what your reaction to any given stressor will be. Mm-hmm. Um, the nutritional gap, the difference between what our body needs nutritionally to support a healthy stress response and what we actually get, and frequently there's a yawning gap there. Toxic influences chemical, biological, radiological, things like electromagnetic uh, fields from your cell phone, from Wi-Fi networks. And finally, the trigger factor. Maybe that seminal event in your life, an automobile accident, the death of a spouse, the loss of a job, that combined with your high chronic stress load can tip your body over into illness. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. As you were talking, I, I have this image in my head of, of like a stack of children's blocks that aren't aligned very well, that could tip at any moment, you know, that, that kind of wobbly tower kind of thing. Absolutely, and that's a very good visual image for your audience to hold in their minds because typically that's what happens. People teeter on the brink of chronic stress turning into a chronic or degenerative illness, and they're not even aware that they're that close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, um, I think that's the thing, is that unconsciousness, that we just put one foot in front of the other, we're blind to the impact of what we're doing, and we just kind of follow along, and then the blocks fall over. That's exactly what happens, and that's reflected in the fact that when you look at government statistics about the leading causes of death in this country, and I outline this in in Adrenaline Nation in quite a bit of detail, the majority of those illnesses, first of all, have um, maintained their position consistently at the top of the list for decades. And eight out of the ten, according to many studies, are diet and lifestyle related and therefore stress-related. So we're really not making as much progress as the conventional medical establishment would like us to believe in winning things like the war on cancer or uh, combating heart disease because they remain consistently decade after decade at the top of the list of the leading causes of death. And in fact, what we're also seeing are new diseases which a century ago were virtually non-existent and now are moving rapidly up that ladder. Uh, the one that is most prominent in our society today, of course, is adult-onset diabetes. It's the fastest-growing cause of death in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, we're going to take a short break, but I, I want to come back and talk a little bit more because I'm, I'm hearing something very significant in what you're saying, that it's not about just education. It, it's to do more with our patterns of lifestyle. Absolutely. Okay. So we're going to take a short break. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned.
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Peter McCarthy, a naturopath and author of the book Adrenaline Nation, and Peter, we were talking about um, lifestyle and dietary habits, and I heard you say something about you know those those chronic illnesses that have carried through decades, and you know we we've always certainly from the traditional healthcare world we we always cite education. If we could just teach people to eat better, if we could just teach them the the right things to eat, and of course we've given them research that doesn't even come close to supporting the right things to eat, but <clears throat> the, we really never made an impact in those chronic illnesses. And what I heard you say was that it's not about education. It's about something much deeper than that. 
Well, it is. It's it's a multifaceted problem, and uh, you know we're talking about lifestyle and habituation to lifestyle. Um, the we talked earlier about the uh, experience of traffic jams uh, and really acceptance, unconscious acceptance of this is just the way things are, and. Deepak Chopra, whom I know you're familiar with his writings, uh, has a, a really interesting and descriptive term to describe that type of thinking. And he calls it the hypnosis of social conditioning, that we become so uh, immersed in all of the facets of our daily lives that cons- we consider to be normal. We don't really take a step back, what a friend of mine calls widening back, and taking a look at the impact of those kinds of activities uh, on our lives and our state of health. But you pointed out something that I think really needs to be expanded upon, and that is the provision of accurate information. And I spend a lot of time in the book talking about what I call the monetization of American science. And I think that's extremely important to the discussion of this particular topic because so much of the information nowadays is created by private interests who have a a stake in the outcome of the provision of that information. And so unfortunately, the information is influenced in some cases to a very inaccurate degree by the need of the organization to make a profit, sell their product, uh, and as a result, because that facet of the information, in other words, who's paying to provide it, is not provided to the American public in a clear manner, People just accept uncritically, well, you know, Professor So-and-so from the University of such-and-such, Ph.D., did this study, so, gee, it must be true because he's got a Ph.D. and I don't. Well, maybe not so much. And we really need to look very closely at that. And in my mind, I think we as the American people need to demand that that information be provided and be provided clearly because it does have an impact on the accuracy of the information and it allows people to make more informed judgments. Mm-hmm. I think it also comes down to where does the where does the general population get the information about the research? I mean, certainly oh. you and I would read the original research study. I think the average person might not even know where to look for the original study. They would see it reported in the newspaper or in the popular magazines. And by the time it makes it there, all of those things about conflict of interests or financial interests or whatever are lost. They, they're not even reported. You're absolutely right, and again, I I use a couple of very compelling case studies about that in Adrenaline Nation. One of them being uh, that, and I know you're familiar with this, Mary Beth, there was a press release that was widely touted in the popular media not long ago that supposedly portrayed the superiority of pain relief drugs for arthritis over glucosamine and chondroitin sulfate. Well, when you dug into the actual research that supported the press release, two extraordinary things stood out. One was that although the pain relief drugs worked 
well for people with mild arthritis, glucosamine and chondroitin were superior for uh, cases of moderate and severe arthritis. Well, you know, how many people do you know that have a case of mild arthritis? The second they, thing was, they don't even acknowledge it if they do. <laughs> that's correct. You know? and, the, and the second thing was that a dozen of the researchers who put their name onto that press release received compensation from the companies who produce arthritis uh, pain relief drugs. So how accurate do you think that information truly was? And that's just one example of many that I know you're well aware of, but our audience may not be. This is a, a systemic problem with our scientific healthcare research establishment today. And it's so significant that you've had people uh, who work directly for prestigious publications like the Journal of the American Medical Association, the New England Journal of Medicine, the British Medical Journal, most recently in uh, uh, early, the early part of 2012, who have all stepped forward and said, you know, this is a significant problem and we need to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it makes it difficult. I mean, even in... Uh, you know, in some of the sources that I use to study the research, even then, I, some of it doesn't look clean to me. You know, some of it still, even even though it is reported in the acceptable way, um, there's still, you know, the opinion or the bias of the researcher, for whatever reason, comes through. And it, it's hard to sort through that. Yes, you're absolutely right. And getting back to really the point at hand about how does this impact our ability to alleviate chronic stress, well, when this particular problem intersects with um, recommendations for what you can do to eat healthily, you can see where, uh, for example, organizations like uh, trade unions like the American Dietetic Association, who receive substantial uh, monetary support from what we collectively know as big food, is it any wonder that there is really nothing in their recommendations that allows people to specifically address the problem of chronic stress? As far as they're concerned, all foods are okay if eaten in moderation. Well, when you contrast that with the uh, effects of foods uh, in the dietary influences block of my stress stack of foods like uh, caffeine, processed sugar, white flour, trans fats, artificial sweeteners, it becomes very clear that uh, their overall guidance in those areas really doesn't ring true. And the intersection of the, that guidance with their acceptance of these uh, corporate dollars, I think, makes their uh, ability to provide unbiased nutritional advice very suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, taking that a step further, I don't, I don't know if this is national, but I certainly know that in my state, if, um, if someone who is a member of that makes a statement outside of the acceptable parameters, um, there are sanctions imposed, and very quickly. You know, you're absolutely right. And, in fact, uh, there's a, a whole new uh, 
body of information that was recently discovered by investigative reporter Michael Ellsberg. Uh, he recently published a, uh, a new article on Forbes.com that used as its source leaked documents from the American Dietetic Association that were provided by some disgruntled dietitians who themselves were upset with the direction that the American Dietetic Association was going politically in terms of being able to enforce provisions like you just alluded to. And what they showed was the primary uh, focus of the ADA in providing information and and uh, enforcing these sanctions was not to protect the public, which is what they like to say, but it was actually to protect and expand their own profession. So, you know, when these kinds of inappropriate influences impinge on the accuracy of information that people sorely need to be able to improve their health and alleviate stress, it becomes a real problem. And that's why I took the time and effort that I did in Adrenaline Nation to address this aspect of the problem, because it does uh, have an impact. And I wanted people to be able to have a clear path to connect the dots of why all of these things occur and what, how they, it, it directly impacts their ability uh, to alleviate their own chronic uh, stress load. Mm-hmm. So um, we have just a, a maybe a, a minute and a half here before we go on a break, but is, is there a direction to go when people want to know how to feed their bodies, how to, how to nourish themselves in a healthy way? Is there a direction or a suggestion you can make in terms of how to find that information? Oh, absolutely. And I, again, I provide a lot of information and resources in Chapter 8 of Adrenaline Nation. That's my individual solutions chapter. But you really need to start with, first of all, eating a plant-based whole food diet, but also to supplement that diet with a source, of, first of all, of good quality protein at every meal so that your blood sugar is modulated better and so your energy level stays more uh, uh, constant throughout the day. But also, almost everyone in this country needs a good suit of stress-related nutritional supplements, things like vitamin C, vitamin B, uh, omega-3 essential fatty acids, and good quality minerals, emphasizing the stress support minerals like magnesium. Those are the things that that you really need to focus on. But have as your foundation that plant-based whole food diet with good protein combined. Great. Um, Peter, we're going to take a short break, um, and we'll, we'll expand more on this when we come back. You're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. The Voice America Talk Radio Network. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. 
See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T, rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both, and it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning, and thank you for joining us this morning on What Matters. Our guest is Peter McCarthy, a naturopath and author of the book Adrenaline Nation. Peter, we've been talking a lot about the dietary habits and the the lifestyle that contributes to chronic stress or the things that we can do to kind of mitigate chronic stress. Um, let, let's talk a little bit about some of the other things, the maybe the institutional things, the the job, the the work environments that we sometimes put ourselves into, where does that take us in terms of our chronic stress? Well, it, it adds significantly to our chronic stress load on a daily basis for most people. I devote a whole chapter in Adrenaline Nation, uh, I title it A Day at the Office, that begins when people uh, rise, they wake up in the morning, uh, they start putting on some of the uh, chemically-based uh, personal grooming products, and the stress load climbs from there. Traffic jams, uh, the office environment. A lot of people, for example, aren't aware that uh, the, the daily exposure, sometimes eight or more hours a day, to the environment of a steel-framed office building can have a detrimental impact on your health. And the reason being is that, uh, you know, we're natural beings, and we were designed to operate in a natural environment. We're also electromagnetic beings. 
And just like the Earth, whose electromagnetic field vibrates at about 7.8 cycles per second, our uh, electromagnetic fields for our, e our individual bodies are uh, or designed to vibrate at that same resonance. But if we distort that uh, exposure to the Earth's field by putting us in essentially a metal cage, it can upset that electromagnetic field balance. And over time, uh, that can contribute to significant health problems. The uh, late uh, Richard Gerber, M.D., uh, who wrote the uh, pioneering book Vibrational Medicine in the 21st Century, talks in the book about sick building syndrome. And although there are many aspects to that syndrome that uh, many people in corporate America have experienced at one time or another, this electromagnetic field distortion is just one example of many that I talk about uh, in the chapter A Day at the Office that uh, really has an impact, and people need to be aware of that. And that's why I've combined all of that information in that day in the office context so that you can see that as you move through your workday, there are a lot of things that you may not be aware of that uh, are impacting your health and your ability to deal with chronic stress. Mm -hmm. What about the relationships? Uh, um yeah, in relationships in a work environment, the expectations, you know, so many people I think feel overwhelmed. They walk through the door and they're already behind in their work. Um, how does that impact us? Well, you know, our relationships can either be supportive uh, of our mental health, our emotional health, and ultimately our physical health, as you well know, but they can also be detrimental to that health. And if we're faced constantly with a work environment that has undue emphasis on deadlines and constant pressure to complete work in the shortest possible time, uh, over time, that's going to wear you down. It's going to add to your chronic stress load, and it's going to increase the likelihood that ultimately you're going to descend into serious illness. Uh, and I think that's one of the things that corporate America has conveniently forgotten over time. There has been such an, a, an emphasis on productivity, on the American worker being as productive as possible, that we, they've forgotten the, the fact that there's a cost to that productivity. And in Chapter 2, I, I talk about that, the productivity uh, paradox that is created between uh, wanting ever more or ever better performance from the American worker over time. And the American worker has responded. We, we have the most productive workforce in, on the planet, but there's a cost to that productivity. And the cost is reflected in the fact that, for example, the business world in America loses over $300 billion a year, according to the American Institute of Stress, and lost workers, decreased productivity, absenteeism, and that absenteeism is reflected in the fact that over a million workers a day lose a workday due to chronic stress or some kind of illness related to chronic stress. So those relationships that are created between the worker and the workplace and the managers of the, the workplace have the potential to create an enormous stress load, uh, and it's reflected in the fact that over half the American workforce at one time or another has considered leaving their current job due to the stress uh, imposed in large part by what, what I was just discuss, uh, discussing. 
Mm-hmm. So let's move out of, um, we've done a great job of identifying the problem. Let's talk about solutions. What can people do for themselves? Well, first of all, you've got to look at each aspect of the of, of your stress load and not take it from a magic bullet approach. We've been conditioned by the conventional medical establishment because of their reliance, what I think is over-reliance, on prescription drugs to say, take this pill or do this treatment and everything will be fine. But as we've discovered during our discussion today, Chronic stress is such a multifaceted phenomenon. You can't just do one or two things and say, "Well, okay, that's fine. I'm gonna, uh, I'll be okay." You've got to look at your your uh, stress load from a systemic standpoint, not just a linear standpoint. Look at the whole picture. Look at what you're eating or what you're not. Look at your lifestyle uh, factors. And I offer in uh, chapter eight on the book. Uh, a whole slew of solutions and resources. And if you wanted to pick out, say, three things that would substantially reduce your, your stress load, here are the three that I, I would recommend that would be easiest for you to implement. First of all, minimize and avoid caffeine. Caffeine is a direct stress-causing ingredient in many foods and beverages. And yes, over 200 million Americans consume caffeine on a daily basis. But if you want to decrease your stress load from a dietary standpoint, minimize and avoid caffeine. Second thing, don't skimp on your sleep. Now, we've heard for decades from the healthcare establishment, seven to eight hours of sleep a night is what you need. And there's a lot of good research that backs that up. I provide a description of some of the research in Adrenaline Nation. But what does that mean on a practical level? It means that on or at or before about 10 o'clock at night, and the reason I picked that time is because after that is when most people get their second wind, and now they can stay up till 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning and disrupt their normal sleep pattern. But before 10 o'clock, turn off the TV, turn off the video games, turn off the computer, and start to work yourself into a restful state so you can enjoy a good night's sleep. And the third thing is that when you're using your smartphone, use a set of wired earphones. Don't rely on a Bluetooth. That creates electromagnetic radiation close to your head, just like holding your cell phone up to your ear does. And there's a lot of research that shows that that will create uh, tissue changes due to the radiation and heat load from the phone deep inside your brain that can cause serious health problems later on. So those are three of the many recommendations that I provide in the solutions chapter to Adrenaline Nation that allow people to get a better handle on their stress. I'm sort of giggling at your comment about the sleep and the getting a second wind. I rely on that second wind. Gosh, I get a lot done in that time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there are, you're, I know you're in good company. There are a lot of what they call night owls that are out there, and I have friends and business associates that are very much like you. Just be aware that there are, there are costs to those benefits as well. Uh, and it's simply a matter, really, of modulating your habit patterns so that uh, you can get that seven to eight hours sleep that we all need uh, to be to be rested and refreshed to, to face the next day. 
Um, while I'm at it, Mary Beth, I would like to offer uh, our audience uh, a free stress assessment. If you would like to take it, uh, you can go to our uh, website, adrenaline-nation.com. That's adrenaline-nation.com. When you opt in to get the stress assessment, you'll also be entered into our drawing for a free iPad uh, that's being conducted in uh, conjunction with our book launch campaign. And I'd also like to refer you to my website, petermccarthy.com. We have a really interesting series of short videos that I've titled collectively Stress-Free Summer that will allow you to learn a lot about the individual stressors that impact your daily lives. They're usually about one to two minutes in length, and, but they provide a lot of good information for you, and uh, we think you'll enjoy those as well as learning something valuable in the process. Great. And I'm sure many of our listeners will take advantage of, of that just to, to raise their awareness. Um, you know, one of the things we push so much is, is to be conscious, is to be aware. Uh, what are you doing? How are you doing it? What counts? What doesn't? And so, you know, that, that, just that assessment will help people raise their awareness of that. So I really want to encourage our listeners to, to follow through with that, go to that website. And, of course, we'll post that on my website as well so that people can find the link. Thank you. And I, I think the, the description that the Buddhists use uh, to describe just what you were uh, describing is mindfulness, being mindful of what your activities are and how they impact your state of health and your state of chronic stress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, um, Peter, th this has been great discussion and certainly a great opening for people to gain an awareness and to have some kind of simple focuses. I like that you kind of gave them the top three, you know, <laughs> do this, do this, do this. I like that because I think that one of the things that happens, just like the you know, the information about what foods to eat and what doesn't, is there's so much information that it becomes overwhelming and then it's easy to just give up. I don't know what to do for myself and I don't know where to start and never mind, I'll just go back to being unconscious again. Well, you know, that, that is absolutely a very pervasive problem in the society. And I think it's one of the reasons why um, our health care system is in the state of a disarray that it is today. One of the things that I emphasize uh, very strongly throughout the book is that the place to start for improving your health is to look in the mirror because ultimately you're the one who's responsible for the state of health of your own body. For too long we've been socially hypnotized, as Deepak Chopra likes to describe it, into thinking that somebody else is responsible. If you were to do a survey of who's responsible for your health care, just one, that one question, you probably have a lot of people who would say, my corporate insurance department, my, uh, my doctor, uh, but ultimately, we each are responsible for our own state of health. And as such, because that's our most important asset, without that we would have literally nothing else, we really need to become more empowered as individuals and as citizens of this society to take a greater interest in, in health and the care of our own bodies. And the, 
the, the motivation can be either I just want to eat healthy or I want to live to see my grandchildren, whatever it is, as long as the person is focused on I need to take as good care of myself as I possibly can, that's really ultimately the goal that we want to achieve. Mm-hmm. Let's take a short break here, and when we come back, we'll uh, wrap this up. So you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. I just got AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network, and let me tell you, it's crazy fast. Like living in the future fast. My roommates can't keep up. Ooh, Jenny, did you hear? That Barbara has an extra ticket to the concert? Lisa, that's so 42 seconds ago. I already downloaded it from the link she sent me. Oh, great. Lisa will forget about that ticket soon. See, about 52 seconds ago, her boyfriend changed his relationship status to single. She doesn't know that yet, but she will in three, two, one. AT&T. Rethink possible. Get it fast with AT&T, the nation's largest 4G network. Introducing the new Samsung Galaxy Note. It's a phone, it's a tablet, it's both. And it's only from AT&T. Limited 4G LTE availability in select markets. Learn more at att.com slash network. New two-year voice agreement with qualifying monthly data plan required. Other charges and restrictions apply. For more details, visit att.com slash note. Stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning on What Matters. Our guest has been... Dr. Peter McCarthy, a naturopathic physician who has been, uh, is the author of Adrenaline Nation. He's been sharing some just wonderful information with us about chronic stress and the kinds of things that 
impact our chronic stress and also the solutions that we can take. Peter, you've done just a, a great job of, of educating our listeners this morning about, you know, just the impact of being unconscious, of just going through our day-to-day lives and um, really suggesting that there is a, a difference that we can make for ourselves in taking ownership, taking responsibility for the choices that we make. Is there anything else that you would want to share with us to kind of put a close on this topic this morning? Uh, absolutely, Mary Beth. You know, I, I, in the final chapter of Adrenaline Nation, I, I offer a series of policy recommendations that at the governmental and societal level, I think we need to take uh, in order to, first of all, transform our health care system, and secondly, allow that health care system to better deliver services and treatments that would allow us to get a better handle on chronic stress. Because the phenomenon is really spiraling out of control in this country. We think we can just indefinitely demand of our fellow citizens that they uh, maintain and sustain an ever greater stress load without cost. And people just haven't been able, up until now, to connect the dots between what's causing the stress and what we can do about it. And so I look at it from the standpoint that if nothing else if people become more aware, and we were talking on the break about mindfulness, being mindful of the connection among these varying factors that up until now people haven't had a clear understanding of, and then taking action, demanding of our public officials, of our corporate leaders, of our health care leaders, that there be a change in direction in this country with regards to all of those factors and as they impact on our stress loads in our daily lives. We've come to the point where things are starting to break apart, and if we don't do something soon to change direction, the results may wind up being irretrievable. So it's time for all of us to make sure that, first of all, we understand the information uh, and the connection to that information uh, to our daily lives and start to work as citizens of this free society to demand changes on how things are handled with regards to the phenomenon that we call chronic stress. Mm-hmm. I know that um, that whole impact of chronic stress is something that, you know, I I hear about from our listeners. I see it in my own practice. Um, I actually just recently put in a, a new uh, self-hypnosis product on my website that's called Stress Break that just helps people take 30 minutes to go inside and get quiet and let their bodies settle for just a little while, you know, to, to kind of, again, reset the impact of the busyness of our day and the demands of our day and the stressors that are all around us. Well, you know, and and that's so important that practitioners like yourself be able to offer these kinds of resources to their clients and patients. Um, That is, those are important facets of being able to address this 
pervasive problem in our society. So I commend you for that, Mary Beth. Thank you for helping to be part of the solution to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's so multifaceted, so big, uh, and people really need to understand that there are things that they can do. That's That, I think, is probably the most important thing, is that there are solutions. This is not a problem that is too big for people to understand, and therefore they, should, they just go back to their unconscious behavior. It really is uh, solvable, uh, but you need to take an interest in it and to be involved. And that's really what I, I think it comes down to, is personal involvement with the process to, to implement some of these solutions. Well, Peter, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show this morning, for sharing all of your vast research, your knowledge, um, and your passion for making this change in our society and in the individual person. That's just been truly a blessing uh, for me and for our listeners. Well, thank you, Mary Beth. It's certainly been a pleasure to uh, to be on the program with you, and uh, I look forward to, of course, the launch of Adrenaline Nation. It'll be out August 1st on Amazon and in Barnes & Noble. We're really excited about both of those opportunities, and uh, I would encourage our listeners to uh, go out and pick up a copy of the book. You'll learn a lot more about uh, the phenomenon of chronic stress, and I certainly appreciate the opportunity to discuss what obviously is a passion of mine with you on your show today. All right. Well, now, for our listeners, we didn't just have a fancy discussion here. Take this information and do something with it. This is your chance to make a difference. This is your chance to take this information. Think about how it applies to you. How can you use it in your world? And how can you take ownership for the changes that you need to make within your own body, your own health, your own environment, What is it that you need to do today to make those changes? Go out there. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.